host, Steve Elkins, and today's date is March 5th, 2023. Before we bring in your phone calls here, I just want to throw something by you here real quick here. Uh, been watching Real America's Voice. I'm not a huge fan of, I'm not at all, uh, Stephen K. Bannon, but uh, I, I definitely see him now to be more and more of a controlled opposition, or he's just playing stupid. But I noticed he's actually dropped the ball. He's actually dropped going after Anthony Fauci and his gain of function and what he was doing at the Wuhan lab. Completely forgotten, completely forgotten, Uh, which is interesting because right now, uh, the third time around on this topic here is to find blame on who to blame for this COVID-19 leak that came from the lab in Wuhan, China. Who can we blame you know, it came from a wet bar serving bats. Uh, no, that's a that's actually a very batty theory right there. Uh, another one that came from nature. Well, that's not possible because, you see, we know about the patents. We know about the patents. So we know it's not from nature. You can't patent something from nature. Uh, we know now from, from documents, we found out that there's a military involvement on this, the Department of Defense military uh, hands-on and the pharmaceuticals collaboration sharing this technology. We know that now for sure. And so this is the third time they're coming out trying to find blame on China. They're enemy. They're they're the enemy. We must demonize them. And so we must make this stick somehow, some way. They are responsible for this pandemic around the world that's killed millions of people. Uh, you know, will a third time be a charm? I, I don't know. And if they're able to saddle and stick China with this lab leak and they are 100% responsible, you know what that means? You know what that means? That means the evil Anthony Fauci walks clear and free. He's walked away from something he created. He infected the world and now he walks away scot-free because they've saddled China as the culprit. Amazing. Amazing that the guy created it, talked about it when he was being interviewed by Rand Paul. Yeah, we did gain a function. We we tweaked these things. Then later comes back and says, no, I didn't mean that. I I misspoke. I, I you, you you don't understand. I didn't mean that. I we, we we do things to things, but we you know, no. Again, retracting his statement under oath. Under oath. He spoke the words gain of function. Under oath, he spoke the words we used gain of function. And now, saddle China with it, and you get to walk away scot-free. Amazing. Simply amazing. So what else is going to come out of that? More sanctions on China. More this, more that. You're going to be asking for reparations. I like to see China say, stick it in your ear. You're not going to get anything from us. You know. I don't know. Crazy, crazy world we live in. But that's a, that's a strategy. That's their strategy, no doubt about it. Let's uh, let's go to the phones and talk to Renee in North Carolina. Welcome, Renee. Hi. I have a completely different view of the whole Murdoch situation in South Carolina. It's okay. south of it's south of me, and I mm-hmm. have been following as a lot of people have, because I think it's a great teaching opportunity to show. Because I've I've witnessed this in Louisiana, mm-hmm. in a town. It's not 
It's not, you know, where it's really who you know, and the entire system is corrupt and fixed and um, completely manipulated. The thing is, I think this is a great teaching opportunity because people need to see that this is going on. You know, the the, the story may be a little different, but this is going on in towns across this country. This little family... And it's, they got away with it. This has been going on for a 100 years, and people are so terrified over there to even open their mouth. This little family was so powerful. They were entitled little petty tyrants who got away literally with murder, okay, and stealing millions of dollars. And they never could, this never could have gone this far and this long without, oh, gee, law enforcement. Okay, a failure of law enforcement and that whole go along to get along and and helping out those with power. And what what I really found interesting was for some reason the death penalty was off the table for him. And even the judge pointed this out, okay? The law firm that they ran had been sending people to their death for like 100 years. And um, probably many of them were guilty of a lot less than this man and his family, okay? And so the thing is, um, and and why, why and how does this go on? But it's all about that, well, it's the good old boys club and everybody kind of getting together and fixing the game for themselves and their buddies. And I've seen that. I saw this going on in Louisiana, too. So, like I say, I know what went on in that little area with the Murdoch family is not an isolated incident. And I think, actually, in many ways, yes, there is a lot of, you know, drama in it. But it does catch people's attention. And I'm hoping it'll shine the light on how corrupt our law enforcement institutions are well all our institutions are so really, you think do you think our law law enforcement institutions in the south are more corrupt than the law enforcement institutions of the north i have no no i you know, i wouldn't i wouldn't get in that that's almost like pl- another thing i would not get involved well that's in. kind of because that's kind of like right you know making it look like the south a bunch of rednecks paradigm. Yeah, you know, South are a bunch of rednecks looking to beat up everybody and, and throw everybody in jail. I mean, I don't want to go in that direction, but that's a that's a, a negative stereotype that the South is uh, is very corrupt. Uh, you know, the situation, the the trial I, itself, I, I, Alex that's Murdoch. Why I, I wouldn't get involved in that. That's why I said I, I, I have believe, no idea. On, that right. be I believe that the case should have been discussed, but discuss it on court TV, not on the national level. What, Fox should not be wasting any time on this. Neither should Real America's Voice. You want to give me the outcome, the verdict of what happened? Fine, I'll listen to that. But don't waste valuable time where you could be educating people on what's going on in the world on this this trial that's happening in, in uh, South Carolina. Don't make it all your news because I, I see that as a diversion. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not familiar with how much those channels, because I don't watch them, covered it. But I have seen it covered locally here. I saw the Daily Mail had a whole bunch of articles on it. And like I say, it's the way these petty tyrants in these channels, and like I say, 
I won't get into a north-south battle any more than I will get into a right-left paradigm battle because that's a losing battle. That's a divide-and-conquer battle. I think this is everywhere, okay, north and south. It just so happened this time it was in South Carolina that this one came to light. But like I said, and I know this also went in Louisiana, but I didn't live in the North. So um, uh, just from what I know about history, though, I know bad stuff and stuff like this if you study history. It goes on in the North, too. I have no illusions about that, okay? It's everywhere, okay? And so I just think our institutions, all of them, are especially the ones that we were trained to believe were good, because of the bias towards certain people or institutions being good, when people have that bias, they don't, they tend to be given the benefit of the doubt. Just like you know a cop will believe another cop before he'll believe another outsider. You know what I mean? It's that whole outsider-insider yeah, thing. I understand. I understand what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, so the thing is, you know, that that's what, what happens so much, you know, is, is that kind of, of bias. And so um, our institutions, like a doctor will believe another doctor's opinion than he will the patient, okay? And so it's all these biases of the in-groups and the out-groups that are really kind of messing things up. Now, people don't see their own bias, okay? And so the thing is, um, I just think this is something that that needs to be addressed because in these powerful institutions, when they have a bias having been in our culture described as good, that's actually where the most evil can grow unimpeded because they keep getting away with it. Like I say, like let's, let's use the cops as an example, okay? Because they all cover for each other. And, you know, if you say they did anything wrong, they almost lose their mind. They all band together, and they all cover up for each other, and they'll lie for each other and cover up for each other. Well, because of that system, the way nobody is almost impossible to hold somebody accountable, that's where evil grows without restraint. It's the same way the way doctors cover up for other doctors' mistakes. So that that industry doesn't get cleaned out either. You see, it's all these institutions that have power that just like, okay, like the media people stick together, same thing. We do, so the media essentially has not does not get cleaned out. So uh, it's in these institutions that are like big clubs and they have a lot of power. They That is where... Evil grows the most without restraint because it's almost never held accountable. That's where our big problem is. It's, All right. You know, All right. so that's just my I think point. I, I think I, I got your point. I got your point. It's uh, the bottom line is it's the good old boys club and that they have their own they have their own justice. Uh, they get special attention. And uh, they've been getting away with things for a long time. I think I understand that. I just think it's the wrong medium to use i think they should use that to court tv and if you want to give us the uh, the headlines of the outcome that's fine on on the national networks fine i just don't want to see wasted time on a trial 
and with all their talking heads and wasting time when we have the World Health Organization trying to take over this country here. And really important things, are we going into Ukraine soon with World War III? There's so many other things I want to focus on. And this personal trial, this guy that killed his wife and his son, yes, that's important. But we have some other big fish to fry right now. And please just put that on another network. Focus on what affects my life affects the world, for God's sakes. Let's focus on those issues. Renee, I thank you for your call. I got to move on, though. Moving on to, uh, let's talk to Andy in Texas. Steve, thank you so much for letting me on. Now, what a wonderful conversation. And you know what? She's absolutely right, though. But in the same respect, um, when you look at uh, the world in general, we, we ended up... Uh, uh, filing ourselves into, I mean, how does, how does this happen? I don't know how this happens, but we filed ourselves into the United Nations. Okay, so we got in there, and it's, you know, headquartered in uh, New York. So we're in the United Nations, and then we have, what, 182, 190 countries that are all involved in it. And so how do you how do you actually come to a strategic moment here with all these nations in this this, this big club that we're not in, our, our government's in it, so I guess they represent us. So we are in that big club, whatever it might be. But then you have Russia, who's part of it. You also have China, who's part of it. And guess what? The United States, Russia, and China have um, veto power. We can say no to anything we want. Okay, so now we have Russia, who's having a war with some people that we really like, apparently. I mean, the Ukrainians are worth, uh, you know, worth, everything that we got. Let's throw all the money we can and all the military to them for some reason. But when people actually think about the war that's going on in this, this you know, what what is really leading to World War Three? and I'm not sure if that's going to happen or not, but it sure looks like they're trying to push it that way. So when, when, we, when we look at this in a perspective, we're, we're, we're looking at Russia, who was a player, um, you know, um, Mr. Putin was a WEF guy, and a lot of people want to say that, no, he did not uh, finish the program. He said, no, screw this, this is weird, I'm not going to do it, and he got out. Okay, but one has to think that, yeah, he did kind of graduate that little thing. In order for these people to get the new world order, the one world order, the, the, the number one thing to rule our planet, Whatever it is, a pizza or a sphere, it doesn't matter. But the point is that they're going to get this one world order, and the only way they can do it is if, in fact, they have every big major ruler involved. And who are the players that are not involved? Or at least they're telling us they're not involved. Syria? Libya wasn't a player, apparently. Iran, he Iran, got to- Iran is not a player. Iran? Iran, Iran, yes, sir. I don't think Iran. North, North Korea is oh. North Korea is not a player. I, well, is is it not? Is, no. it, is it just playing a role? I mean, see, we don't know this stuff, Steve. We just don't know this stuff. This is the stuff that we hear. Yeah, uh, that's that's the thing that really worries me in the world here is that even the stuff that we hear that we can believe or we think and we don't know how to make sense. It that has to be true. All of that could be a lie, Steve. We're in, we're we're really well, I in think, trouble I think here. Putin, I think Putin, and I think uh, China get it. 
I don't know about North Korea. I, I think they probably get it also. Again, these are the three countries we've demonized here. And again, this uh, with the CPAC 2023, the Conservative Political Action Conference here, uh, they their their rhetoric. What I saw and was listened to is is anything but conservatism. They are looking at stopping Russia from taking over. They're essentially saying that, in so many words, that after after finishing off Ukraine, and that's that's kind of double talk from what they've been telling us that. Russia is losing in Ukraine, but we know that's not the truth. So after they finish off Ukraine, they're going to go into Europe, and now Poland is being weaponized. And again, if this if this picture I saw today, this video I saw today is true, I don't know if it's true. I don't know if this is just uh, pre-war propaganda, but it showed an awful lot of military equipment. They tell me that is going to Europe, which means we are near. We are heading into a World War Three. If that's true, yeah. Well, oh, but Steve, let's go here one more time. I'll do this one more time. I've talked to several people about this. I think everybody's a player in this. China's a player. Russia's a player. They wouldn't go for the new world order unless they had all the players. Now think about it. These guys are role playing right now. You you don't think Russia could have crushed Ukraine by now? We're worried about Russia crushing us. Well, if they can't crush Ukraine, why they would can. they come after us? They they can crush Ukraine. They could have done it in the style That's that the I'm Americans saying. do it in. It's they could have player. done it in the, in the Hold on a second. They could have done it in the same style as America. Shock and awe. Yep. Bomb the shit out of it. And I hate to use that words, but that's the truth. They could have done what the Americans t- typically do, bomb the shit out of everything, uh, sorties everywhere, overkill, and killed a lot of innocent people. But I don't think that would have gone over well on the world stage. So they decided to do a little bit different. They don't want the heavy casualties. They don't want to look like the bad guys. They simply want to make a wrong a right, and they're trying to denazify Ukraine because they were given warning. And the Nazis were bombing and targeting Russian civilians in the Donbass. So they're going to make a right or wrong. They're not going to do it in the same fashion as America. America America is heartless. They're military. They don't care about life. They don't care if they kill thousands and thousands of innocent civilians. They don't care. I do believe Putin cares on the world stage. He's going to do it. It may take a little longer. He's going to do it the right way. I appreciate your call, Andy. Thanks again. Thank you, Steve. Do you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately-issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing? The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. 
Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50 gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602 799 8214. Ask about our one ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else, Tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, 602-799-8214. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. While we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country, here at Republic Broadcasting Network, We also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. Bumper tonight from uh, Bunny James Saxman. But it was, no, called, it was always busy. CD's called Seduction. No, it, it had to be because it was all busy. But I never heard any callers on it, so it's almost like the board up didn't show up. I didn't hear a fucking caller on it. Andy, Andy, watch the language. I thought he was cut off anyway. I thought I let him go. <laughs> Before that commercial break, and he's still there. He's angry about something now. Oh, well. Everybody's angry. I'm angry, too. Let's talk about this uh, Epoch Times story that just came in the news the other day. Actually, it came in my mail on Thursday, which I have to agree with it 100%. The title is, Almost 80% of Americans aged 17 to 24 are unfit for military service. The true number actually was at 77%. This is true. The question is why? Why are military 17 to 22, 24 unfit for military service? Much different time than when I went in the military back in 1981, and I'll talk about that a little bit. Totally different. My gosh. There, we had no washouts in my group. We had no washouts. 
We all went to boot camp. I think it was eight weeks. Everybody in my flight, I went to Airwall. We were all in decent shape before we even got there, even better shape after it was over. But there were no washouts. Today, pff, huge washout, huge washout. You enlist a 17 to 24-year-old, you're going to have a huge washout. I essentially, I would say more than 50% would wash out. Easy. More than half of them would wash out. So the, the question is, why? Why are this? Why is this age group unfit to serve? Well, this comes from Molly Coddling. Molly Coddling. This comes from laziness and handing out all those damn participation trophies. I never received a participation trophy in my life. Never. You know, I placed either one, two, three, or I didn't. And you try harder next time to see if you can get one, two, or three. But nobody ever handed me a trophy. Said, "Hey, here's something for trying." I, I, I would have been embarrassed to say, people say, what do you got there? Well, I, I, I did, did you win? Did you get first, second, third? No. I got a trophy for participation. I, <laughs> I'm embarrassed. I would have tossed that in the lake. I, I, I mean, this is embarrassing. You've just insulted me now by handing me just a participation trophy. But not this generation. This generation, they're very angry. If they, if they, they can't get something then they're, for some reason in their mind, psychologically, getting a participation trophy is a good thing. It's good for my self-esteem. I, I, I'm, I'm not worthless. I, I am worth something here. I got something. Look, I have a participation trophy. I participated. I didn't win, but I, I participated. So America is not prepared for wars with Russia or China. That is a fact. The U.S. would be very smart to back off with their tough talk and their language and uh, that they can't back up. Flat out, you better back off. You better back off. You can't back it up. You know, the threats, the intimidation that America is a superpower and we can kick ass all over the planet, ain't there, baby. It's not there. It's not there. First of all, you've depleted everything. You've depleted your oil reserves. You've depleted your arsenal. Stop with the tough talk. You're going to get your ass handed to you. Stop, stop with the tough talk. So China and Russia are much better prepared to do battle. You know why? You know why? Because they stressed discipline. They stressed discipline with their young men and their young women. Unlike America, that stresses what? Stresses wokeness, stresses LGBTQ, and rewarding those unqualified people through their equity diversity plan, which... Rewards a person based on his race, gender, and sexual preference. Can you imagine that? Did you? Well, you must have worked really hard to get that position. Nah, not really. Uh, I just had to give my fill out this little questionnaire, this little sheet here, and it said that uh, I, uh, first of all, my race, uh, my gender, and my sexual preference. And for some reason, I went right to the top because those are the most important things in hiring in a corporation. And we see that in the Biden administration. That's very important criteria to hire into the Biden administration. And he's hiring the worst of the worst. He's not hiring the best, the competent. He's hiring on race, gender, and sexual preference. What a freaking moron. What a moron. Did you imagine our corporation? Our corporations aren't this stupid, are they? Oh, other than Disney, don't get me wrong, other than Disney being stupid as they are, they're the ones who follow this, pl this plan here of race, gender, and sexual preference. 
Anybody else who wants to be successful knows you hire the best. You hire the best. It's based on merit. It's based on accomplishment. We don't give a damn who you're screwing, okay? We don't give a shit about your race and your gender. What have you done to make your corporation better? Why are you in my office right now wanting this job? You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. Einstein once said, Future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach, or a favorite song from the past, or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. 
To read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your terahertz frequency want, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. Mountain Dew before I do a show. I get all worked up and I get I get in a rant there. That rant must have stirred things up. I got four calls, boom, like that. And we'll get to your calls here. But first, I want to go through some more information here of why I believe America is not ready for, first of all, to take on any big war like this. Uh, America is no longer a great nation. Not anymore. They're, they're not. I'm being honest. And uh, Steve, that's terrible to say that. We're, we are great. No, no, we're not. We're not a great nation. I, I wish I could say that in truth, that we were a great nation. We're not a great nation. We've lost this. If my grandfather were alive today, he would ultimately agree on my on my assessment of that. We are no longer a, a great nation. We are tripped up in LGBTQ, wokeness, p- political correctness, uh, diversity, um, affirmative action. Uh, so many other things that are tearing this nation apart. We're no longer a great nation anymore. We're we're pulling in many different directions. We are not a strong nation anymore, and our Pentagon is is weak. Also, the fat generals uh, are, are are I don't know who got to them. I don't know. Maybe that's just part of the whole globalization, one world government. They realize it, and they're they're simply tearing us down. Militarily wise, uh, they're not going to win a war. They're not going to win a war. If we go to war, we are going to lose this one huge. Well, there's a number two reason for a weak military and being unprepared. Just look at our TV. The weak role models in men in film, in the sitcoms. That's all by purpose. That's programming. You ever notice in the sitcoms, the women are always domineering? They're always dominating their man. They're very bossy. They push around their men, and the men accept that. I know a lot of people like this who have marriages like this. Their wives push them around, and they just accept it. Programming, TV programming, it's the weak role model in film, in the sitcoms. And the women often are attractive a lot of times in these, these sitcoms. While the husband is dim-witted, he's overweight, and he's lacking an education. And also notice the children. They're all smart asses. And they think they know better than the parents, and maybe some of them do, but they don't respect their parents. Some call, oh, oh, don't, don't stifle the child. This is their autonomy. They're breaking out. They're finding their, their, their way in the world here. Don't stifle their autonomy. The weak men today of today are made through TV programming, no doubt about it, and a pushed culture that masculinity is toxic. It is. Look at the look at the TV. Look at the way the men dress on TV. With the colors. I would never be caught dead wearing a pink shirt. A yellow fruity shirt with flowers. Well, I have I have a Hawaiian shirt. Don't get me wrong there. I'm not talking about Hawaiian shirts. I'm talking about the fruity yellow colors that that women like to wear. 
And they're all they're great for women. I have no problem with the women wearing the women's collars. I have no problem with that. But when you see the men wearing the fruity collars, don't see it. <laughs> to, to me, that's not very manly. That's not very manly. And men are supposed to cry just like girls. Go ahead and let it out. Just 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 cry. Cry. Show your show it. Cry. Well, congratulations. With all these things in the TV itself, the programming, you create, as Arnold Schwarzenegger would call, the girly man. The girly man is born through TV. Channel those senses. Don't be afraid to cry. Go ahead, cry. Yeah, that makes a great soldier. That makes a great soldier. Yes. A tough, tough on the outside. Ends a very soft on the inside. He cries. Yeah. You're going to do well in battle. America will lose heavy casualties if they decide to enter into a war. They're going to meet huge, huge casualties. I remember the standards in boot camp back when I went to, to Lackland Air Force Base back in 1981. I remember that day. Oh, that was a scary day. 20 years old, I get on an airplane, I fly out there, I land in, in uh, San Antonio, Texas. Some bus picks me up. The tech sergeant, wherever he was, he seemed like a nice guy. He was just baiting us for later on when we got off the bus that he can chew our asses and have fun with us. But 1981, Lackland Air Force Base, uh, I, I remember this one candidate. I can't recall his name. I've got him on my wall, a picture of my whole flight there. From Nebraska, he came um, from a pig farm. His fa father was a pig farmer. He was a pig farmer. I have no idea why he decided to enter the military for four years, but he did. He was a nice guy. He looked like a pig farmer, if that makes sense. He looked like a, kind of a guy. Oh, you pig farmer? Okay, I, I believe that. I believe that. Hardworking, uh, you know, as far as pig farming goes, but uh, you'd never know by looking at him. He, I, he was in his 20s, like myself. I was in my 20s. Like I was 20 itself. And uh, interesting, when we started doing the physical assessment, how much, you know, how many push-ups could you do, how many sit-ups you could do, this guy could not do 10 good push-ups. He could, he could not do 10 complete push-ups. And I think the TI was kind of surprised. I, I don't think he saw too many of these. Now you'd see lots of these. Lots of these kids couldn't do 10 push-ups. They get two or three off if they're lucky, they struggle on that number three and four, and they collapse, and they say, I can't do it. Sit-ups, eh, they get about five or six in, and then they go, my belly hurts. But I remember the TI, the technical instructor, standing over this guy, this young kid from Nebraska. And at uh, three or four, when his arms were starting to really buckle, he, he was having a hard time, he picked him up by his belt and went up and down, up and down with his belt, and then he said, standing over him, he says, you wouldn't make any woman happy. You could never please any woman. Referring to the sexual movement there that he was making with the up and down belt movement. But this kid worked hard. He was actually in my in my bunk. He was. We had four people to a room, and and I would talk to him, and I'd say, you're going to have to work a lot harder. You're going to have to condition yourself. I don't know how you don't know how to do 10 push-ups or 10 sit-ups, really, but we're going to have to run a mile or so, a mile and a half for time. You're going to have to strengthen up. You're going to toughen up. You're going to kick your ass out of here. They're going to kick you out of here. So we had eight weeks to, to uh, get it all together, or he gets booted out of the service. He ended up making it. He was a nice kid. I, I can't recall his name. He was a nice kid. I liked him. 
I just couldn't understand how somebody couldn't do 10 push-ups and 10 sit-ups at age of 20 years old. I was pretty amazing. I've never seen that before. But he made it. Uh, now, today, I looked at today's armchair warriors. You know, they play with their little toggle switches, and they're playing their video games. And they're very good at that. They're very good at killing with their little toggle switches. Oh, I got the enemy that time. I got him that time. They, they like that, the firefight on the video games. But I tell you what, you take these mama's boys, you put them in a uniform, you give them a gun, and you send them out. They are going to crap their britches because this is for real now. This is for real. And they're not going to make it. They're going to psychologically, they're not prepared. Physically, they're not prepared for, for war. They'd be calling out for their mamas, and they will die. Flat out, they will die. Just a couple other things on that article I thought were interesting. And basically, all military branches right now are, are really hard up for finding new recruits to replace. But here's something I found very interesting was each year they spend about $60 million. The military spends about $60 million that goes into replacing 1,200-plus first-term enlistees. I don't know, 1,200-plus didn't say how many plus over 1200 but $60 million is going into replacing 1,200-plus first-term enlisters. It's a lot of money. There's a lot of kickback. There's a lot of money being stolen or siphoned off or something because I can't imagine where you come up with $60 million for 1,200 employees, and there's certainly a lot more than that are being kicked out. But they're being kicked out and discharged basically for from excessive weight excessive weight well you know how you fix that in the military you can't keep going back up to the the mess hall and getting another plate full of food it's not a buffet for god's sakes but they're not smart enough to know that because if they knew that they probably wouldn't have to discharge all these people for excessive weight but 60 million dollars ask yourself what where does 60 how do you find 60 million dollars to replace 1200 plus people there was a general in the article that blatantly came out and said what really should be said, and I had to agree and applaud him. He said, young people are either too obese, too sick, or criminally ineligible because of drug offenses. And he's absolutely correct. He's absolutely correct. I'm sure he's now going to be demoted or forced out of the military for saying that. Uh, there will be punishment for those who speak the truth. But uh, that's that's a flat-out truth that's a flat out truth 42.4% of america population is obese 42.4% is obese now there's something else in the interesting article i found uh, it's uh, i love these acronyms who actually has the job of coming up with the acronyms this one here's called snap evidently it's governmental it applies to all the military but snap stands for supplemental nutritional assistance program it's a form of welfare for your military. I didn't know this existed. This never existed when I was in the military. SNAP, Supplemental Nutritional Assistance Program. Evidently, there are people in the military who are not well paid. I, I think they're making a hell lot more money than I did. I actually made $564 a month when I was in the military. That was my basic pay, $564 a month pay. As an E1 Airman Basic. That's 1980 or 81. 81. Terrible. I don't know what they're making now. They're making a hell of a lot more than that. Last time I looked at that, they're probably making close to two grand. Um, you can't live on two grand a month. 
I'm surprised, you know. So people are applying to this program called SNAP. 22,000 active duty people are actually on this SNAP program. And then 250,000 National Guardsmen are on the program called SNAP. What, what, what does SNAP cost you in taxpayers' money? What do you think that thing cost you? Maybe that cost you $60 million. Maybe that's where the $60 million comes in from. But uh, I don't think so. I think that's a separate category all itself, SNAP. I don't know what it did. never said what SNAP equaled as far as the cost. But uh, which is interesting also is that junk food, SNAP had a program. These are guidelines of things you have to eat and you can buy. Of course, if you threw a bunch of stuff on the on the counter there to pay with your SNAP card, if they followed SNAP and said, well, that's ineligible, you can't eat that because that's not healthy and that's that's bad stuff. That's high calorie, low carbs and you know, bad, bad stuff. That'll make you fat. It shouldn't be part of a SNAP program, but it is. Actually, there were failures built into SNAP that foods that were very fatty and unhealthy were part of SNAP. Well, government then using the theory of, well, we got to pay for all this stuff here. Uh, unhealthy food, cheap food is is fattening. It is. It always has been. All the processed foods, things like that. But uh, again, a system, a new thing put together here, this new government program called SNAP, evidently not having healthy guidelines to begin with. So who, who put this thing together? Was it put together by physicians and nurses and unqualified dietitians? Who put together SNAP that would allow unhealthy food for your military? That you would have to, to boot people out of the military later on for being excessively overweight. Doesn't make sense, does it? Well, it does if you're government. It doesn't have to make sense. So those are some tidbits on that article. Again, in the Epoch Times, it says nearly 80% of youth, 17 to 24 years of age, are unfit to serve in any military branch, and it actually turns out to be 77%. That's a lot. 77%. Oh, my gosh. That's near. I mean, you think about it. You walk on the street and you see all these kids. Get a school bus. Look at the school bus and watch the kids get off off a of high school school bus and look at those kids and say, well, you know, three, nearly three quarters of you people here, over three quarters of you people here, are ineligible for military service based on something here. Amazing. Let's go to the phones and let's catch up here. Let's go to. Um, looks like uh, Tom in New Mexico. You're up next. Hello, Steve. Um, thanks for taking my call. Um. It, it, is my sound okay? Can you hear me? Yeah, you sound fine. Okay. Um, I I understand you probably forgot because I know you're doing, I know that keeps you busy and you're very dedicated because you do two shows on, you do sun, every Sunday night, you're dedicated. I got to say that on RBN. Every Sunday and then on Monday, you're also on National Intel Report. Yeah. So I want to and, and, and I know what I know what you're going to say. I, I know what you're going to say I, I because I I, did, I forgot something, didn't I? Yeah, uh, it's okay. No, no, I no, I, I, I just I now it just now came to me saying I was supposed to do a Friday podcast. Yeah, and I I am sorry. I apologize for that. No, I, I okay. have been I, under stress. I, I, My fault. But can I please uh, share something? 
Um, sure, go ahead. I, I, I'm, I'm not doing it on a computer. I'm on my phone. And so when I email you, I can't, I, I'm going to have to send you another email. I'll send you the instructions. It's on okay. TalkShoe. It's very easy. It's a call-in number. I'll give you the call-in number by email. And then you put in the show ID. I think you could call in on Skype if you have, uh, if you have Skype. Or you could call yeah. in on a reg- regular phone. But I was yeah. going to say, if I schedule it, I'll schedule it for Friday again. If you want, I'll send you an okay. email. I'm on, yeah, I'm on the do. road now. I'm, I can't schedule it now. I'm on the road. I'm, I, I got I got 70 miles to drive back. I went to Walmart. I was doing a lot of stuff today. I'm in my car right now. But when I send you the email... Yeah. Um, don't call in like call in like about a minute before. Now I, I think you can you you can also use a browser on TalkShoe and it records it records the chat. So any links you want to post in the chat and but I gotta wait till you come on because on a, if I I can't I can't at the beginning I'll, I'll give a brief intro of i'll try to read off the rbn website when you're on my podcast about your about your bio and then i'll pull you and then but i'll pull you on and then just um i'll pull you in right away and then i'll just give an intro of who you are for people that don't know who you are i want to let people know you're on rbn i want to let people know that you're on sundays and what time and also on national Intel report for people that's never heard you. I want to give the website of Republic Broadcasting Network and all that. Yeah. I'll post it on the description, and then you can even call in like about two, maybe two or three minutes after when I log on on my phone. I don't have a computer, um, so um, I'll um, when I log on, I could do I could log on. Like um, if I wait till a minute before the top of the hour, I could get in, I could get in fast. So I'll be on like about a minute or two minutes before okay. the top of the hour. If you go on any sooner, you won't hear me. So okay. about about maybe two minutes, maybe um, I'll try to get on before you get on. So maybe um, I'll okay, try well, to. I'll be coming on Skype. I'll be on Skype. I'll be on Skype. Okay, okay, yeah, that'd be good if you if you could log on Skype and then I'll I'll send you the it'll be it'll be my email I use as Proton Proton Mail and I go by okay. Blue Raven, but I can't send you an email now. I gotta wait till I it, either tomorrow sometime tomorrow I'll send you an email and if okay. you could check your email from, from it'll be okay. from. Blue Raven. That sounds, that sounds good. Hey, I, I got to continue on. I got three more in the loop here. I got six minutes to go. I appreciate it. I'll check the email on. Sorry about uh, letting you down that day. I, I, I don't know what happened. I forgot. I don't know. Appreciate it. All right. Let's go back to the phones and talk to Francis in North Carolina. Welcome, Francis. Hello, kiddo. Hey, make it kind of fast. I got two behind you. Go, go for it. Well, in that case, have a fun weekend, and we will chat with you later. Oh no! Come on, you can do better than that. You got you got something on your mind. Come on. You drop. Oh, she didn't have to do that. Okay. Well, 
I didn't mean that to, to frighten her away. I just need to keep the, the numbers down. Uh, let's go back to the phone and talk to Dan in Washington. Hey, Dan uh, in Washington. Yeah. My brother's girlfriend's daughter went in the Army. And, uh, you know, she's one of these girls that's always on her cell phone and stuff. Same same MOS I did. And she's, she's actually half Filipino. But, uh, but, yeah, before she went in, I'm like, don't let them make you cry. Just do what they tell you. You'll get through it. It'll be okay. And then I saw her when she got out, and she's like, "What? Do you, it was easy." <laughs> yeah, like, I, I thought it was. So. A, I thought it was a piece of cake. Boot camp was a piece <laughs> of cake. It was kind of fun. I, I expected it to be much tougher. I mean, watching TV and all that stuff, and and a lot of that stuff is just hyped up. Uh, well, most... well, no, she. But but the thing is, it's it's not. It is easy now. It wasn't easy when I went through it. Oh in yeah, the it's, 90s, e- it's but even they, easier but they now. Don't, yeah. Yeah, they, they don't make the you do crap. They don't no, yell they at the you. Standards. I mean. Yeah. Huh? Oh yeah. And lowered the standard lowered the standards to make it a little easier. They're passing they need a higher passing rate for God's sakes. Uh which does yeah. not make you a strong military. It makes you a weak military. Uh oh, yeah. they used to be a lot stricter and now they're not. So there you go. Drop the drop it's, the bar. It, Lower the standards just a little bit more. The good thing is though, hey, you know, we've been through like a uh, since World War II, uh, basically, you know, Yuri Bezinov had that video about demoralization. So, in a way, it's good because why would any young white guy volunteer to fight for this government? You know, when they can just say, hey, we're bringing your replacement over the border. You know, yeah. like, it's good. I mean, you'd have to be kind of dumb to be patriotic at this point. In a well, way. you know what? That, I'm glad you mentioned um, that because then it goes back to what Henry Kissinger said about the American soldier, a dumb animal to be used to enforce, to be used right. as a pawn to enforce U.S. foreign policy. It, it kind of kind of fits the the speech by Henry Kissinger, who I can't stand. I, I think he's a war criminal, yeah. but uh, he's still living today, 99 years old, that bastard. 99 right. years old, that evil man. Well, yeah, but, look, uh, at, look at that war. How many guys died in Vietnam and Korea yeah. and World War II? We didn't even want to go to World War II and World War One, And it's okay. like, uh, yeah. you know, so it, it's good. I, I mean, the kids are, it, it's good and bad, but you're right. It makes us weaker, but uh, oh, I, I find it kind of humorous. Yeah, because yeah. the ruling elite that's starting this war, now they turn around and say, oh, where's all the young Motivated well, yeah, there's there's soldiers. a there's a clip, and I'll, I'll let you go. I'll let you go with that. But there's a clip okay. from Putin that's uh, that's in uh, translation. You can see the subtitles where he talks about America's destroying itself. America's yeah, yeah. is destroying itself through LGBTQ and wokeism. It's making itself a weak nation and uh, attacking real- Christianity, attacking a lot of things, and it's it's lowering its standards. Where Russia oh, yeah. will not do that, they're going to they're going to maintain high higher standards. They're a stronger force than us. Well, yeah, and Russia's not at war with its own people. They're not trying no. to make Russians a minority. They're not exactly trying to wipe out exactly. their own population. Well, point made. <laughs> All right. Anyway, hey, real quick, point. with one no. real real quick, I called about Andy's point. Putin's at war with NATO as well, and he's winning the financial war by not taking over Ukraine faster. Because then he would have to pay for all that stuff. It'd be a lot harder. Now he yeah. just sits there and bleeds the uh, West. So it's a financial war, too, and, and he's winning. Sure, so sure, sure. Anyway, go. thanks. Got to go here. 
Tom in Utah, you're my last caller. You got about a minute and a half. Oh, Steve, I didn't know you were in the Air Force. Yeah. Yeah, I was in the Were Air Force. you attached or assigned at all at Hill Air Force Base? No, I was stationed in a little place in Oklahoma called Altus Air Force Base near Lawton, Oklahoma. It was, uh, you know, the, I don't know if it was the a-hole or the armpit of the state itself, <laughs> but uh, it was very bad. It was a very bad assignment. There was nothing there. It was hot and dry. Actually, it had cold winters. And um, I would not re-enlist to stay at that Air Force base. I put in my dream sheet where I wanted to go, and uh, they said, well, we have a new uh, new legislation here, the Graham-Rudman Act, which means we're going to be cutting back on transfers and relocations, essentially saying if you re-enlist, you're stuck in the armpit there of Altus, Oklahoma, for another four years. And I said, well, I guess that's my push out the door. I'm going to go back to college. I'm going to graduate in something I enjoy. And uh, I'm, I'm not going to – I'm going to leave the security blanket of the military. I did four years. I kept my nose clean. I got a dishonorable discharge. And I'm simply going to make something in my life now. I think that's the end of our show. I hear the music. Tom, thank you for your call. Yeah, got a little in there a little late, but I appreciate it. Complete your show this evening. I'll back in the studio again tomorrow night with Mr. Ron McDonald for the National Intel Report. Looking forward to that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your calls. Health, happiness, and safe travels. We will talk again. Good night. prove George Soros' role in orchestrating the pandemic. But first, dear patriots, the truth train has brought us a conspiracy in our own backyard. Now, you may think you know the story. Now, it's like I always say, there's a whole lot of bull out there. So I'd like to give Soros, Pelosi, the Zionists, the Mexican, the Snowflakes, and Stay strong, truth tellers. Stay strong. Stay strong. You're listening to RBN in defense of the Republic. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.